You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Everybody and welcome back to another episode of Hit the Books, the only weekly realistic fantasy podcast in the known WWE universe. There could be some in the unknown WWE universe, but those are considered alien podcasts, and they must be stopped at all costs. Uh, I am your host, as always, Ryan Knightsey, the head writer of Monday Night Raw, and with me, as always, the head writer of Friday Night SmackDown for our last television taping of all time, Mikey Manfredi. Mikey, welcome to the program. How are you doing, my pal? Uh, I'm doing great. But what if what if those alien podcasts are like really good? Well, then I don't want to know about it. <laughs> Do you want to know about like another human race that's way better than ours? Yeah. And not okay. Well, then, then never mind. Yeah, let's let's see it. Let's let's learn from them and be better. Well, I guess that's fair. I guess that's fair. Um, well, how are you doing, Mikey? How are you doing? How has been your week? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, it's kind of kind of wild that this is the second to last episode ever hit the books. This is true. Uh, it still doesn't feel real to me that after this SummerSlam card, this this spreadsheet no longer has any meaning. Yeah, <laughs> Google no. Sheets. Yeah, I can <laughs> I can delete all of these tabs and get rid of them. I still I have a there's a bunch of like actual count out information on there's these. there's there's actual important stuff on here for sure. There's there's like it's yeah it's become it's been like co opted like count out network stuff, but yeah. now it's like but yeah no the uh, it's uh it's all gonna change. It's Three all gonna years. change since 2018. We've been doing this show, huh? Since 2018, when was the first episode aired? Of hit the books. Let's see. The day after SummerSlam. Or the Friday after SummerSlam. Well, yeah, of course. But I want to know when the episode was released. That What was that first ever day? What is, what is, our, what is our first ever card look like? That's what I want to know. What our first episode card officially looks like. Um. Well, of course, we had the draft, obviously. Did we yeah, only... Yeah, so the draft episode. Let's see. Hit the books. Obviously, you started off with the draft as the preview episode. Came out August 17th. First episode ever, August 21st, 2018. We're coming up on exactly three years, huh? Coming up on exactly three years. Let me pull up a calendar real quick. This episode, of course, coming out Friday. We're recording this August 15th. Yes. So August 21st, and I guess all, for the most part, 17th was the first ever day. So Tuesday was the first ever upload of a Hit the Books episode. And then this Saturday which is the day of WWE SummerSlam, is our three-year anniversary. The, the, the stars could not have aligned better. The fact that, Mikey, there's several things that are wild about this. Number one, the fact that our first episode ever was released on the August 21st, 2018. We decided we're going to you know, end the show and all this stuff, and then we end it on SummerSlam, which we started the Friday Night SmackDown after SummerSlam, it ended on the exact day of the three day three year anniversary. Because what's weird about that is that it's a WWE pay per view, 
not happening on a Sunday. Sunday, but for the first time in like ever. For the first time in the longest of history I can think of, it's happening on a Saturday. And the fact that it's happening on Saturday coincides perfectly with our three anniversary. That, oh, are they going head to head with All Out? Uh, no, All Out is not for another two weeks. Oh. They're going head to head with Ring of Honor, Glory by Honor, Night 2. <laughs> Takeover, Takeover, is Takeover going head-to-head with anything? I mean, Takeover is going head-to-head to Beyond American Rana, so Ooh. they lost to AEW, so they're going I to the next... I forgot American Rana is happening. They're going, they lost to AEW, and now they're going to the next big indie. I might need to watch American Rana. Uh, it's a solid card, shaving out to be a solid card, I think. Um, I think Chris Dickinson's taking doing a one-on-four handicap match. Nice. <laughs> I think I saw that. I was like, "Wait, what?" It could be a gauntlet match. I'm not entirely positive, but I'm intrigued. I wouldn't uh, be surprised if it was though. Honestly, if it was just like a handicap match. No, yeah, me neither. I wouldn't be surprised either. It's, it just fits the Chris Dickinson bill, I think, quite well. Um, let's see if I can find the uh, first ever card of Hit the Books history. Because obviously, like on SummerSlam, we're going to have a card, everything, you know, but realistically like we're not like doing anything with that card it's already like in it's already locked in we're just doing the right things so the first ever episode one card of hit the books history august 21st 2018 show opener it's very short so you want me to read this out to you mikey please do show opener aj styles open smackdown live saying by beating samoa joe he needs a new challenger uh kevin owens comes out seth rollins comes out both trying to make their claim GM Page comes out and make a number one makes a number one contenders match later tonight. We were off the bat. Off the bat, we're like, this is where we're going. Off the bat, throwing everything at the wall. Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens challenging AJ Styles for the what WWE championship? Uh-huh. Right? Uh man, right after SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Damn. We were coming out hard and fast. Exactly. Uh match number one is Elias versus Rusev. Um, Hard and fast, baby. This is Rusev Day. Elias starts with singing and is interrupted by Aiden English's Rusev Day intro. The finish is Elias sings to the crowd about how good he is. English gets on the apron offended. Rusev gets distracted and tries to calm down English, which ends up he gets up ends up getting rolled up by Elias. Elias picks up the win. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. Next up, Miz TV with Dan Bryan. Dan Bryan. <laughs> Dan uh, Bryan from Blockbuster. Miz gloats about the win at SummerSlam. Asks what's like to still be the rookie. Bryan attacks Miz, targeting his leg of tax submissions and chair shots. So just Dan Bryan goes unhinged. Uh, next up, number one contenders triple threat match tournament for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. We had a tournament of triple threat tag team matches. This was a number one contenders match. It was the Deleter of Worlds. The the del- or I guess the deleters of worlds Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt Mikey <laughs> versus the Bar Sheamus and Cesaro versus the Revival where we had the Bar pick up the win nice uh only so far one two three four five six people that we've mentioned of the one. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Wait, hold on, hold on. Let me grab this up real quick. One uh, style. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Fi- we've mentioned fifteen people, Mikey, and um, 
one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of them no longer work for this company. Half of them, a little under half of them are gone. I said, yeah, fun. Uh, backstage segment, Finn Balor is welcome to SmackDown Live because um, he gets drafted him over from Raw to SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura personally welcomes Finn to SmackDown Live as well. Right. Uh, and then we did that whole feud of the U.S. We title. We did that whole feud, the Shinsuke, yeah, the Shinsuke Finn Balor feud. Yeah, because Nakamura was the, uh, I believe, U.S. champion at the time. Yes. Um, next up, we had the number one contenders match for the WWE Championship. Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens of AJ Styles on commentary ended in a draw. Right. Right. I remember that because this is why we ended up having the giant fatal four way later down the line. Yeah, because we were teasing this and then we because Hell in a Cell wasn't the first pay-per-view after SummerSlam, I think. I think we did like individual matches of like Seth Rollins versus. Well, no, we held off Seth Rollins versus Styles. I think we did Owens versus Styles and then maybe we did like a triple threat or something. I don't remember, but then we eventually, because we were teasing up McIntyre's this big, heavy-hitting monster, and then we put him into a ginormous fatal four-way at Hell in a Cell. That was great. And then our main event, Mikey, was for the SmackDown Women's Championship, uh, Carmella versus Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair won, I think it was like Charlotte Flair won the title at SummerSlam. And then on the next Friday, we she lost the title back to Carmella. Why did we do this? Flair moonsaults hitting the ref, and Carmella Lynch comes out, helps Flair up, and attacks Flair. Lynch rolls Carmella onto Flair. Uh, Carmella wins. Lynch raises Carmella's arm. Lynch attacks Carmella. Lynch leaves. Carmella obviously retains the title. Or not retains the title, but wins. Sounds like a solid card. Yeah, solid card, for sure. Um, well, speaking of solid cards, let's get into the actual program here, Mikey. Uh, and let's go over what's happening on Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, uh, Roman Reigns opens up Raw. Uh, Roman says this Sunday is a momentous match for him in his career. He gets to put Goldberg down for good. Uh, nice. some, something you all have wanted for years now. <laughs> He's right. So you don't, all... Sh- don't boo him. He's right. <laughs> so you all should and will be thanking me after this Sunday. And I fully expect you all to chant very loud. I am the head of the table, the WWE champion. I'm the baddest man in all of sports entertainment. When I beat Goldberg, who couldn't even be here, by the way, you will all acknowledge me. But before Sunday happens, Paul asked me to put on a little preview of what I can do. So if there's anybody in the back who thinks they can take me on tonight, please be my guest. That after a beat, Mansoor comes out. Okay. Roman asks him who the hell he is. Mansoor tells him that, you know, he's Mansoor, and he punches Roman along the jaw, and that's when we get the match started. Damn, okay. <laughs> Roman Reigns versus Mansoor. Mansoor, uh, it's very Mansoor much... Mansoor coming out making a statement. Exactly punching, right. Punching uh, the WWE champion in the face. <laughs> exactly right. Mansoor does a very good job. He gets a good thing. Gets a close fall, uh, like a 2.9 count. Uh, but then Roman gets up and then just utterly destroys and decimates him. What the hell is my cat doing? He just knocked over a box. Uh, uh, Roman utterly destroys him, and winning with a spear. Roman Reigns, of course, wins this match and gets the spear win to prove it to Goldberg. Oh, that's very, very cool that you're uh, that, that we're building up Mansoor for after SummerSlam. Really going to put him on a run, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's going to be great. Yep. 
next up are dual promos for both Jinder Mahal and Drew McIntyre. Of course, Jinder Mahal flanked by Veer and Shanky. All right. Jinder says that you ruined our friendship for the moment you left me behind. At SummerSlam, I'm going to put you in the hospital, and the only and the only thing you th- will think about is me. McIntyre says that Jinder Mahal stabbed in the back, and his jealousy is what ruined their friendship. I tried to support you still, and you wouldn't have it. Jinder challenges McIntyre to a six-man tag match later tonight. If he can find any people to actually team with you, then they too will learn what is coming for McIntyre at SummerSlam. Oh, nice. Of course. So a six-man tag team match. Yes, we got a six-man tag team match tonight, and of course, it's all leading up to the SummerSlam match of McIntyre versus Mahal and, and in a no-DQ match. If McIntyre versus Mahal doesn't end with them hugging it out at the end and then playing air instruments, I'm going to be upset. Yeah, Heath Slater's going to be the, heel, the referee, I think. <laughs> special guest ref. Uh, next up, we got a one-on-one match. Johnny Gargano versus Angel Gar- Garza. You know- you know, sorry. You know what's funny? If they told Heath Slater to be like, "Hey, do you want to come back and ref Mahal versus Drew McIntyre as like a three MB explodes kind of match?" I guarantee you, he would be in. He might. He might. Last I heard, I don't know if he. Well, I don't know if he would be able to do it just because of his injury, but he might totally do it. <laughs> I would. I feel like I feel like he would def- like if he was able to, he'd definitely be like, "Yeah, like okay, yeah." <laughs> Um, next up, singles match, we got Johnny Gargano taking on Angel Garza, the holder of the United States Championship. Um, uh, with, of course, Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke in his corner. Uh, Johnny Gargano gets the win, defeating Angel Garza. All right. Big win for Johnny Gargano. Uh, Destiny is not in uh, Garza's favorite teams. Well, it still could be, because at SummerSlam, it's going to be for the U.S. title, no longer Garza versus Gable, but now Garza versus Gable versus Gargano. A triple threat, Garza, Gable, and Gargano, the 3G, triple G, baby. Yeah, GGG. Guys, grocery games. Good, great game. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, that's going to be the match at SummerSlam for the the U.S. championship. Yep. For the for the United Greats Championship. Exactly right. Um, next up, get a contract signing with none other than Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks. Okay. Becky Lynch grabs the microphone and says that she is so happy to be back. She tells Sasha that while I was gone, I saw you truly become the boss. And all I was thinking about was how I couldn't wait to shut you up. Because there's only one person that can bring down the boss, and that is, of course, the man. At SummerSlam, I'm winning back my Raw Women's Championship. Uh, and then she goes on to talk about other stuff. That's all I had written down. Uh, Sasha Banks grabs the microphone and says, that That's all real sweet to say, but the reality is that you can't touch me. I'm that good. You took nine months off and return. Uh, you took nine months off, returned, and got a lucky break for you. You caught someone on their off night and got lucky. But like I said, I'm a star. I'm untouchable. So why not you come to SummerSlam, and when I beat you, I'll send you back to daycare. Ooh, got him. Got him. Got him. Lynch stands up, ready to fight, but then Rhea Ripley's music hits. Uh, Rhea Ripley tries to calm them all down. She says to Banks that she didn't have an off night. 
Her chances of winning were taken away by Liv Morgan. If she stayed in the back like where she belonged, then both of you know that I would be the one standing here right now, going into SummerSlam, fighting and winning my Raw Women's Championship uh, at, at, at the event or whatever. Uh, Heyman says, Heyman, who of course is presiding over the contract signing, says that, you know, if that's what you think, then you should prove it tonight. Heyman grabs the contract before Sasha Banks can sign it. Uh, Becky Lynch has already signed it, of course. Heyman says that tonight it will be Rhea Ripley in action, and if she wins, she gets added to the SummerSlam match. And of course, thank you, Becky, for already agreeing and signing to this match. So, Ripley, you're going to yeah. have to face none other than Liv Morgan herself, so it's time to put up or shut up, and then you'll be in the match. Nice. So tonight, like tonight will be Liv Morgan versus Rhea Ripley. If Ripley wins, she's added to the Raw Women's Championship match at SummerSlam. Ripley needs to take needs to take down her her worst enemy to get to get into that match. Yes, yes, exactly right. How, do you, what are the, what are the odds? What are the chances, Mikey? I don't know. It's big, oh, man. I, who would have guessed it was coming? Next up is the six man tag team match. Of course, Jinder Mahal, Veer, and Shanky uh, taking on Drew McIntyre and whoever whoever he can find to fill those two slots. The people he finds are none other than Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford, the Street Profits. All right. And uh, it is Jinder Mahal, Veer, and Shanky that end up winning when Mahal pins Angelo Dawkins. Oh, Street Profits, I'm sorry. After the match, Veer and Shanky choke out the Street Profits as Jinder forces McIntyre to watch. Okay, that's terrifying. <laughs> uh, backstage promo with Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke, and Angel Garza. Garza is asked about his loss earlier in the night uh, and the United States triple threat match that's at SummerSlam. Garza says that doesn't make any sense because, of course, he is the United States champion. This is my destiny. Uh, just like it is Dana and my Rose Mandy's destiny to win at SummerSlam. We're all going to have gold around our waist and everything will be fulfilled. Mandy steps in and says Garza is completely correct like always. Last week, we both beat Flair and Natalia. Uh, Natalia individually and at SummerSlam we're going to put it all together and finally get our hands on the gold Flair and Natalia come out of nowhere and attack Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke damn that is uh bold yep yeah yeah, yeah. I love it I love it uh, big, big big go home show energy yes that's what I'm going for here obviously uh next up is the match in question Liv Morgan versus Rhea Ripley if Ripley oh, wins yeah. she is added to the Raw Women's Championship match at SummerSlam um love it very even matchup I want to say here uh Rhea Ripley looking like she's on the dominant streak but it is Liv Morgan that wins via uh. roll up Whoa, Rhea Ripley not making it to SummerSlam. No, she does not. Liv Morgan gets oh, the better no. of her. No distractions necessary. Liv Morgan just, just does it. With a simple roll-up, three seconds later, Rhea Ripley's out of SummerSlam. That's crazy. After the match, Liv Morgan grabs the microphone and tells Ripley that all this time, I've been telling you that you are not better than me, Rhea. I told you to your face. Yeah, that's right. I did all those things to you a year ago. And look where it got you. Here, losing to me. Morgan then laughs maniacally. She continues saying that now they all, pointing to the WWE Universe, they all know the truth, too. So have fun watching SummerSlam from home. Morgan leaves Ripley in the ring. Damn. Statement made. 
statement, statement made. made. Statement for sure made to Rhea Ripley. That's crazy. Huge win for huge win for Liv Morgan here, though. Yeah, big win for Liv Morgan. Obviously, she's not going to be at the SummerSlam match. Um, but uh, it's you know a sizable win over a formal champion. Yeah, for sure. And she is, I would argue, completely in Rhea Ripley's head. <laughs> <laughs> completely and utterly living rent-free in Rhea Ripley's head. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, wasn't this the SummerSlam match last year? Hold on, I'm going to look this up real quick. Probably. I, I think this was the uh, the SummerSlam match last year. I, well, do I have the uh, graphic? I'm going to look that up as well. Um, the main event tonight, Mikey, is uh, going to be an eight-man tag team match. You know I love me some some multi-man tag matches. Mm-hmm. Um, Your favorites? My favorites, of course. Um, so the participants of this match, of course, are the f- eight men that are going to be in the Fatal 4-Way for the Raw Tag Team Championship. On one side, we got Keith Lee, Ricochet, and the LLC, which you, I'm sure there's going to be tension there. Uh, oh, I'm 100% sure. Versus One Nation and Rated RKO. One Nation with Rated RKO. What a powerful force. What a powerful force. I'm sure there's also going to be tension there. Uh, I oh, yeah. wouldn't be surprised if there is. Um, so I'm excited for it for sure. I'm trying to look up... Me as well. I'm trying to look up the what the Raw Women's Championship match last year was. Oh, it was Alexa Bliss versus Liv Morgan where Shayna Baszler cashed in to win. Right. That's what it was. Um, But yes, so we got the eight-man tag team match here, uh, and the winners of the match are uh, due in part of Cesaro pinning the champion Apollo Crews, (gasps) leading his team to victory. Cesaro pinning champion Apollo Crews. And then after the match, of course, a brawl breaks out between all of the teams. Classic. And that is it for Monday Night Raw. That is Monday Night Raw in a nutshell, I would say, Mikey. I loved it. Uh, great, great go home show. Huge, uh, huge ending with that giant multi man tag match. Uh, I love uh, this feud between Drew McIntyre and Jinder Mahal. I like Liv Morgan being beating Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Uh, making sure she's not in, involved in the Becky Shada match mm-hmm. or Becky uh, Sasha match. Sorry. Yeah, Becky Shayna um, would eventually. If it wasn't Sasha, then it would have it would have been Shayna, obviously. But we switched. Yeah, we drafted it. We switched. Yeah, but yeah, if the Becky Sasha match uh, being one on one, not shoehorning a third person into it, that would suck. I really wish. Ah oh, man. Well, the fact that <laughs> well, I, you, you, you would never do that to a match that big, wouldn't you? I with two people who hate each other so much, you wouldn't shoehorn a third person in randomly. <laughs> I especially one of the biggest events of the year. I considered making this a triple threat originally, but as I was doing the United States title match, that became more obvious as a triple threat. So I was Uh, like, oh, then let me just make the Sasha Banks, Becky Lynch match a singles match and kick uh, Rhea Ripley to the curb. Because I think that's the the story we're telling with Rhea Ripley is Is that that Morgan's inside of her head. Yeah. So her losing the opportunities works it makes sense storyline wise mm-hmm. and we keep that going indeed uh but yeah no uh i appreciate you know no yeah i i i really like this card i'm I'm glad this was the final card uh for my raw writing history mm-hmm. uh again i hope you all enjoyed it because you know this is gonna be the last raw i ever write i'm you know 
I, I did yeah. some did some debuts, did some turns, did some crazy we nonsense. Had, we had some fun here. We had some fun here, and I uh, I greatly appreciate writing raw for all of you. But before we get to SmackDown, Mikey, I want to again talk about what's happening right now for Countout. That is the Countout Drive. Um, so, of course, this show is coming to an end, but there's plenty of other shows you can support that Mikey and I uh, are doing versus what other shows are doing. So what the Countout Drive is is that we are calling on you, hat in hand, looking for support from you on all of the podcasts that we are doing here, whether it be Hit the Books, whether it be Ring Post Radio or Independent Waters or any of our writers here. Uh, we want you to help and give us support because we really appreciate it. We would really appreciate it. Uh, you know, do making podcasts are really difficult. Um, it takes a lot of time and energy out of the day to put these together. Um, and um, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of work and money that has to go in behind the scenes to get it all done. Um, yes. So obviously, you know, we would certainly appreciate it. So you can head on over to countoutpod.com forward slash membership, become a $5 a month member. Uh, and that's, you can put that money towards any podcast. You can put it to three podcasts. You can put it to two podcasts and the writers. You can put it to whoever you like. Uh, and of course, they all would appreciate it. It helps pay things for like website costs, equipment, uh, merch, all that jazz. Uh, we would re- greatly appreciate it. Mikey, do you want to talk about some of the special things that they will get as members? Oh, for special things as members, you get a special audio from everyone here in the Canada Network. You get audios such as in the waters where me and Zach Batista uh review the <laughs> review the twenty twenty one Indy five hundred. Uh, <laughs> you'll get fast foodies, which whew, Ryan, that is a thing. I love fast foodies so much. I highly recommend just becoming a member just to listen to fast foodies because it's so good. It is so good, that show. Mm-hmm. And you'll get uh, special audios from Your Dose of Death and Head Talk to Friend Wrestling as well. Your Dose of Death has Your Dose of Beth and Hit to Death as well. And How to Talk to Your Friend about their exorcism is another one uh, that's in there. So go check those out uh, if you become a member. Yeah, definitely go check those all out. Of course, you can do so by becoming a member today and by heading to countoutpod.com forward slash membership. Again, countoutpod.com forward slash membership. <sighs> Mikey, your turn. Smackdown. The last Smackdown you're ever going to write. Final, the, for, for me, no offense to you, but for me, the final Smackdown hurts a little bit more because we started this show only doing Smackdown. You've been writing Smackdown for three years straight, practically. Yes. Yes. Uh, like we still like me and like me, like me and you started this thing. Where we're like, we're just going to book Smackdown because Raw sucks. Mm hmm. Uh, and then, and then I then made eventually, Raw better. Eventually, <laughs> eventually, we split off on season three and did our, our little SmackDown versus Raw style booking here. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, last SmackDown, last where Smackdown. it all began, where and where it all well, I guess it'll all end at SummerSlam. But that's besides the point. All, all right, opening the show, we got Bianca Belair coming to the ring, grabbing a mic, and she says, "Listen, we all know why I'm out here. Last week, Tony Storm stole my money in the bank briefcase." She took what I fought so hard to win, and I'm not going to let that slide. So, Tony, I'm calling you out right now. Come out here so I can beat that briefcase out of your hands. (laughs) Storm comes to the ring and says, Look, Bianca, I've told you time and time again, this briefcase was always meant to be mine. Now that it's in my hands, honestly, I don't think I want to give it back. So, Bianca, 
if you want your briefcase back, you're going to have to beat me for it. And based on last week, that's not something you can do. (laughs) Bianca picks up the mic, or Bianca continues talking. Otherwise, it picks up the mic. She already has it. You want me to beat you for it? Fine. Let's have another match tonight. This time, though, I'm going to make sure... I'm going to make sure you know why I call myself the EST of WWE. Then I'm going to make sure you watch me cash that briefcase in. Storm responds, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's not going to be that easy, Bianca. Right now, I have the bargaining chip, and I have a stipulation for you to get your match. I want our match tonight to be for this. And she holds up the briefcase. Bianca says, you know what? Tony, if this is what I got to do to get my briefcase back, then I accept. But I just want to make sure you know that this time you'll know why I had, why I am and always have been the EST. Storm smiles and says, when I, well, when I beat you again, Tony Storm is going to be this money in the bank. There we go. There we go. I like how originally you wanted Tony Storm to win the Money in the Bank briefcase, and I was like, no, it should be Money Bianca Belair, and I forced you to change it for because of the randomizer. And now you've had a whole, you're building a whole storyline where Tony Storm's like, it's mine, and then it's like, now I have it, and now I'm gonna win it, <laughs> gonna win it back yeah. for you. I love it. I both love uh, it and hate it because you're ruining, <laughs> you ruined what I said you should do. But it's your SmackDown, so I get it. Yeah. So after. Uh, after that opening promo, we have our first match of the night. We have Flair and Natalia, the tag team, taking mm-hmm. on Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart from NXT uh, in a non-title bout. Okay. Uh, and this one, Flair and Natalia get the win. After the match, Charlotte grabs a mic and says, Rose, Brooke, you two really think you stand a chance against us? You think it's destiny that you're going to be the champions? Uh, unfortunately, Natalia and I are going to make sure that your destiny is nothing but a fairy tale. And trust me, this one isn't going to have a happily ever after. Hot so, damn. Hot damn. That What a promo. <laughs> it's just, just a quick, just just quick, quick aftermatch promo. Quick, quick little jab. Quick little yeah. jab. I like quick it. little jab. Get in there, you know, before SummerSlam comes. Mm-hmm. All right, we have a big segment up next. We have Mastiff Carrillo and Nakamura standing in the ring. Mastiff says, last week we threw down the gauntlet to Strong, Sheamus, and Thatcher. Us versus you, three-on-three elimination match at SummerSlam. If you accept, which I doubt you won't, we're going to be right here waiting for you. The three wait in the ring, and Strong, Thatcher, and Sheamus do come and join them. Strong grabs a mic and says, Mastiff, what is this? Why do you keep insisting we fight? Every time any of my guys fought any of yours, all you've gotten are L's in the loss column. I don't know why I should even accept this, because at this point, you're all just below us in every way. You seem so confident that we're going to accept, but why would we? We've already proven that we can consistently beat the three of you, so I think we're once again going to decline your offer. As Strong leaves with his team, Mastiff says, You know, Strong, I really used to respect you. You were a great fighter and never turned down any challenge. You were constantly pushing the bar and getting better and better every time you stepped in that ring because you respected your opponents enough to learn from them. But now, you're half the man you're used, you used to be. This line stops Roger Strong in his tracks halfway up the ramp. He turns around back towards Mastiff and, the, and his friends in the ring, mm-hmm. and he says, half the man I used to be? 
Mastiff, are we seeing the same things here? Look at me. I'm the Intercontinental Champion. Me and my guys are all wearing thousand thousands of dollars worth of tailored suits. No one has even been no one has been able to even come close to me since I won this title. I'm the best version of me I've ever been. Mastiff comes back and says, "But look, what you be Oh, sorry. Uh he said, I'm the best version of me I've ever been. Mastiff responds with, but look what you became to do it, Strong. You're, you aren't the competitor you used to be because you constantly try to run from challenges. You hide behind Sheamus and Thatcher constantly. You cheat to win. And most importantly, you've lost the respect of the locker room because they can tell Roger Strong is too scared to fight. Strong says, too scared? Too scared? Mastiff, I have nothing to be scared of, and that's the problem. Everyone fears us because they know that no matter what happens, they'll never be as good as we are. They'll never climb to the heights we're going to climb to. We're the most dominant force on SmackDown right now, and everyone sees that except for you. You three are the only ones dumb enough to keep <laughs> fighting against us. So you know what? You want the match? You want to see why we're just plain better than you are? Fine. We'll take you on at SummerSlam. And we, when we win... I'll make sure no one remembers who the three of you even were. Wow. Holy shit. I, what, what a promo. What a promo battle between Mastiff and Strong, which obviously SummerSlam following this, the title's got to be on the line here somewhere. Uh, or SmackDown after this, after SummerSlam. But yeah. going into the six-man, I have here written down for some reason, six-man elimination tag team match. Is that true, or is it actual six-man match? No, it's elimination. I said elimination. Okay, cool. I, I thought I, I thought I was like, I thought I, I was like, I, I thought I heard that, but I don't remember that. Uh, no, I like that a lot, because then we can lead to a solid finish, which will probably be strong and Mastiff. Uh, and then Mastiff gets the win, and then Strong versus Mastiff for the title, and then, and then, and uh. then. <laughs> no, uh, no, yeah, I like that a lot. Solid little promo. Thank you, thank you, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. After that, we have match number two. We have Harry Smith taking on King Corbin. <laughs> Run it back from last week. Literally, did you? Yeah, I was like, did you do this? Did you do this? Or you did this two weeks ago? Oh shit! Yeah, I did. I thought that was the match that got cut. Uh, it might have uh, been. It better not have been because you did it two weeks ago. If you did it last week too, <laughs> I thought it was the match that got cut the other week. So I, I was gonna try to run it back. Oh man, no, I'm you're, getting all mixed up with the randomizer. You literally, I don't know how you can right, use. Let me like, do, you can look no, at your cards previously. I know, but I just forgot. Then it's I'm, listen. I'm calling it audible. It's gonna be Harry Smith versus the Maverick Trick Maverick. I think because that's this, what this the is. Match. This is the match that got cut. Now yeah. that I'm remembering it. I think that's what it was. Yeah, this is the match that got cut last week, so I'm gonna do it, and Harry Smith is gonna get the win. Of course. Yeah. What a what a disservice you've done to the Maverick Drake Maverick. You could have had him win twenty four seven. Oh, it could have it could have been so good. You you yeah, you could have done something with him, bud. You could have had him win the twenty four seven title. We could have Maverick Drake Maverick taking on titles O'Neill. It, it was there, but I got so distracted by all the other stuff I was doing. And you I got so it. distracted by burying Maverick in these losses over and over Shucks, again. I can't I don't know what to do with I never know what to do with Maverick. <laughs> Have him go against Titles O'Neil at WrestleMania for the titles in the Titles on Titles match. Well, if we had another WrestleMania, Ryan, I might. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. SummerSlam is the WrestleMania of the summer of August. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. Uh, anyway, after that match, 
after that filler match that probably could have just been cut uh we have (laughs) (laughs) we have our video package which is a uh a video highlighting the new day's career from the start of the group till now it shows all the highlights and lowlights and all the fun moments they've had in wwe then it cuts to biggie and kofi and biggie says since we started the new day uh, it has proven to the, we have proven to the world that when three people who have a passion for this business and people who have chemistry, charisma, and the power of positivity on their side, there's nothing we can't do. Kofi speaks up and says, "We've dominated the tag team division since the new day started. Hell, we brought the tag team division back to life here at WWE. We carried it on our backs and made sure tag team wrestling was taken seriously. Without us, there wouldn't be an authentic." Speaking of authentic, at SummerSlam, against them, it might just be the last match the New Day ever has. Big E chimes in and says, however, I know that neither of us are going to be taking it easy this match. We're going to fight our asses off and make sure that no matter what happens, the New Day comes out on top, we win those titles, and more importantly, to make sure the New Day story doesn't end. Very nice. Very nice. Nice little, like, uh, not goodbye from the New Day, but, you know, this is what we've done, and this is what we are, and this is what we will do. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, because it's a good way to just establish that, just in case the New Day loses in this titles versus career match. Mm-hmm. Uh, or not career. Titles yeah, versus you- team? Team, yeah, I guess. Titles versus team? Um, uh, yeah, you gotta establish that, like, this is who we are. And, you know, we'll see what happens, I guess, at SummerSlam. All right. After that, we have match number three, which is Shayna Baszler taking out Alexa Bliss. With Baszler getting the victory. Afterwards, after that match, we have a a segment following, uh, where Baszler grabs the mic and says, Piper, you want to get extreme at SummerSlam? Fine. Let me just show you how violent I can get. She goes under the ring, grabs a table and a kendo stick. Uh, She sets up the table, and then she starts to beat down Alexa Bliss with a kendo stick. Then, after she's done with the kendo stick, Shayna goes back under the ring, gets a bag out from under it, and she dumps the contents of the bag onto the table she set up, and now there is a table covered in thumbtacks. Shayna picks up Alexa Bliss and is about to slam her through the table when Piper Niven rushes to the ring to save Bliss. Bliss escapes as Shayna and Niven start to brawl. The two fight all around the ring, throwing each other into barricades, slamming one another into the stairs. You know how this outside mm-hmm. ring brawl goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they fight back into the ring and Shayna takes Piper down. Uh, when she goes to follow up, though, uh, Piper is able to grab the kendo stick that Shayna used on uh, Bliss and start beating Shayna with it over and over until Shayna is in the corner. Uh, she's in the corner where this table is precariously set up. <laughs> Don't think anything of it. Yeah. Uh, she gets, <laughs> she gets, uh, she gets Shayna to the top rope, uh, sets up for a superplex, but Shayna starts to battle out of it, hits Niven with headbutts until Niven is woozy. And then she takes her finger and pushes Piper off the top rope through the table covered in thumbtacks. Shayna gets off the top rope grabs Niven's belt, and stands tall over Niven. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Bringing it back. Bringing it back to the thumbtacks. Bringing it back to the thummy tacks. Uh, the, you're bringing blood and guts to the, uh, to the, uh, to the SmackDown brand. I like it, because I, I remember you mentioning before that you wanted to have the, the Piper Niven from that Eve, Wrestling Eve, 
mm-hmm. uh, match against Kaylee Ray. Like, you know, solid, yes. you know, replicating a spot. I, I like it. Thank you. Thank you. After that. So, uh, well, sorry, just sorry. to be clear, what, what is the stipulation for the match? Uh, it's Extreme know? Rules. Extreme Rules, just straight up Extreme Rules? Mm-hmm. Okay, there we go then. Yeah, Extreme Rules I uh, was put, I believe, was uh, thrown out by Piper last week. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, so that match is going to be Extreme Rules, so that's why Shayna's going, doing mm-hmm. this. Um, <laughs> after that, we have match number four, which is AJ Styles taking on Seth Rollins for no particular reason at all. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> why? What? I haven't used them either. I haven't used either of them in a while. Fuck it. <laughs> 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 oh man one of our big Smackdown 1000 matches <laughs> just like ah fuck it here's a match <laughs> well there we go who gets the win it's gonna be Seth Rollins is gonna get the win oh there we go do, do, who I have no idea what the record is between the two of them Um, but I feel like I feel like Styles won. So maybe this is a win back for, for Rollins. I don't quite remember. Anyway, um uh after after the match, uh Rollins grabs a mic and he says, Owens, if you think I'm done with you, you have no idea what you're in for. I'm coming for that universal championship. And there we it. go. It's Rollins building himself up to go for that title, baby. Yeah, SummerSlam, baby. Get ready. Get prepared for those. Well, to be fair, it could be Owens, or could it be Jonathan Cena. Exactly. Uh, after that, we have the main event, which is Tony Storm taking on Bianca Belair with the Money in the Bank briefcase on the line. And in this one, Tony Storm gets the win. You takes son the of a off You son of a bee. You miss Money in the Bank, Tony Storm. Well, Ryan. I'm going to find a way to get what I want. <laughs> wow. By burying <laughs> Bianca Belair in the process. Oh, man. Well, at least we got a little story of rivalry out of there for a little bit. Um, sucks for Belair, but uh, I, I'm glad that you were able to do, do a little bit of a storyline here. Tony Storm gets the briefcase. Is she good now? Has the possibility to cash in for that after an extreme rules extreme match? Rules match? Not mm, maybe. Look, not looking good for Niven or Baszler. Not looking good for whoever wins that extreme rules match. You're right. No, 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 not so whatsoever. Um. Well, I am gonna. I'll be. I'll be honest. I am completely upset by that outcome. Uh, I would have loved if Bianca Belair cashed in, and then Tony Storm ruins the cash in or something. Um, does like a DQ win or something? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would have preferred preferred anything else besides that. Because now, what is Bianca Belair? Nothing. You buried her. You buried her ass. Um, and now, t- but Tony Storm gets the win, so that's good for Tony Storm. Uh, and she'll go on to potentially, maybe become a SmackDown Women's Champion this Sunday. Who knows? You have to tune in awesome. to find out. Yes, we'll see. And then after that, we have one last main event segment. We have a contract signing between John Cena and Kevin Owens for the Universal Championship match at SummerSlam. Did he do a 26 uh, minute segment just like they had on, on SmackDown last week? No, I actually made this. Tw- I'm sorry. How long? It was a 26 minute segment, apparently. Between With Cena and Reigns. Yeah, it was the start. The start of SmackDown to when they finished. It was like 26 minutes, apparently. Jesus Christ! 
It was apparently it was a decent promo. It was at least a little promo battle. We got we got CM Punk references. We got John Moxley references, all from <laughs> Cena. We got Roman Reigns saying missionary. Cena knows, Cena knows WWE needs him more than they need, he needs them. I believe that is an actual thing he said to Roman. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's been great. Anyway, we have a contract signing between John Cena and Kevin Owens for the Universal Championship match at SummerSlam. Owens and Cena make their way to the ring, and so does GM Page. Page says, all right, you guys know how these go. Let's just sign this contract, say what we got to say, and leave the chaos to a minimum, please. <laughs> Owen signs the contract, and he says, to keep things short, sweet, and make them as civil as possible. Thank you, Page. I only have one thing to say, and that is, John, I hope to make your last match at WWE Five stars, an instant classic, forever etched in the history books, just so for the rest of time everyone remembers it was me who took you out of WWE for good. He hands the pen and mic to Cena, and Cena says, Well, Owens, at SummerSlam, it is going to be a war. We're going to kick the tar out of each other, and neither of us are going to come out the same. However, if you think I'm leaving, if you think I'm leaving SummerSlam anything but the Universal Champion, then you've got a rude awakening ahead of you. I'm going to make sure SummerSlam isn't my last, isn't the last chapter of my career, but the start of a new one. The two stare each other down and start trading trash talk. They start to shove each other a little bit, but Paige steps between them, separates them, and says, no, 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 we're not doing this right now. Save it for SummerSlam. Cena and Owen stare each other down as SmackDown comes to a close. Very nice. Very, very nice. Uh, solid little contract segment uh, here. Signing a lot of contracts. You got to sign these contracts before these big title matches uh, or else they don't count. Yeah, that's the end of the day. If you don't if you don't see a contract signing on TV, every match, every title change doesn't actually count because there was no contract signed. Yeah, so, exactly. There you know, has to be a contract signing. There has to be a contract signing. And that's the real crux of the argument is that also I had a contract signing because I realized Cena and Owens' interactions were solely through video packages and not face-to-face. Yeah, but no, but I also get the... Because the, what that also does is that build up anticipation for a face-to-face. Mm-hmm. So I, I get also doing that as well. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, solid SmackDown. I'm very upset about uh, many aspects of it, like the Bianca Belair burial or the the sudden Seth Rollins and Angie Styles match out of nowhere, but uh, that doesn't mean that uh, people listening didn't like it uh, because if anything we know that Mikey is like currently winning the uh, the polls the 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 season uh, so you know I may have issues with it but people might like this so people might like having the Seth Rollins match uh, Styles match in there and seeing the Seth Rollins versus Cena Seth Rollins versus Owens match. Very, you know, very intriguing, very intriguing. So who, so it's all down to what you people think at home by going to at countoutpod on Twitter, uh, twitter.com forward slash countoutpod uh, and voting in that poll all weekend long on Twitter. Nice. Yeah, let's everyone vote. Everyone send their votes in. See, let us know who you think's card is better. Because now it comes down to which final... last episode of show of the show is better. Yes, and then basically who wins the season? I think who I wins the season. I, I think there's no way for me to win. But you know, I have least, to. Can you at least tie? I don't, I would have to check it, but I'm I'm not going to double check it right now. Um, but it could be a tie. It could. Oh my god! If it comes in a tie, I 
god dang i'd be so upset um but you know we'll we'll check that out but before we go of course we're in the retirement tour season here so to add to the chaos we're going to hit our favorite segment of the entire show and that is the randomizer um it's a scary randomizer we we've been deleting things off as we're going this is uh we had four randomizer pulls left uh 26 options left we started with like 40 something now we have 26 because last week is a cluster hell uh 30% chance that uh there will be some sort of injury or something happens where we're losing roster members uh it could be people before the paper could be people who are wrestling could be people who are not wrestling but they just get we just lose them so uh 30% chance of something like that happens and we gotta pull one on each other each Mikey, uh, I'm terrified, uh, but let's see what we have in store. I already have mine up. I also have mine up. Okay, what do you got? For you, Ryan, I have cut a match. Ooh. Someone went over a length, and so you have to cut a match. I hate cutting matches. To meet your three-hour mark of Raw. I hate cutting matches. Um, you had a gimmick change. Superstar gets a new gimmick. What a what a useful a new gimmick. Interesting. What a useful option for the <laughs> a useful thing to do right now. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, I'll let you talk it out. Think about what your new gimmick is going to give. That only makes SummerSlam more deadly that someone's going to get injured. Um, so let's see. I got to cut a match. Um, let's see. What do we got here? The obvious one is probably Roman Reigns versus Mansoor. <laughs> but let's see if that is the one. Yeah, I, I think that's the one I gotta cut. I wanna do I have to do Gargano versus Garza so it can make it a triple threat. I wanna do the six man tag because we need I wanna put even more heat on that match. Liv Morgan versus Ripley, I think, has to happen. Um and then the eight-man tag I could cut, but that's my main event. So I'm going to cut Roman Reigns versus Mansoor. I'm going to cut the squash, which is weird because it's the first match. Um, but alas, uh, does not happen. So that match is cut. Um, sucks to suck Roman. So he cuts some sort of promo, and then like Mansoor comes out. Mansoor punches him. Gold, uh, Roman Reigns maybe picks him up into a jackhammer and then does a jackhammer. Uh, oh, I like that. I like, I like Reigns doing the jackhammer, and then and then Roman gets up, spears the the man, uh, and then Mansoor gets squashed, buried, jobbed out. Instead of instead of so instead of Mansoor getting like a cool spot, uh, he gets jobbed out. That's how we're gonna that's how we're gonna deal with this. Bummer. Oh man. Well, it doesn't matter. There, what is Bummer. this? Um, so that's that's what's gonna happen. The match gets cut. Mike, all right, Ryan. What's my result? You got the gimmick change, remember? Right, the gimmick change. What am I gonna do for that? I don't know. I get, I've been I've been vamping the matches cut, so you can think about it. But it sounds like you didn't think about it. I didn't. I'm looking at my roster right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the last gimmick change we had was the Maverick Trick Maverick. Of course. Mm. The all important gimmick change. Who are you gonna give the new gimmick to? Is it? Um, is it Roddy Strong? Is it Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio? Is it uh, is it the Usos? Is it New Day? Get a new gimmick. Get a new gimmick to Big E. So instead, of, New Day loses at SummerSlam. He gets a new gimmick out of it. <laughs> no longer the New Day. We are now the 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 Dubay. 
We're now a duvet. We're gonna cover you. We're now a duvet. We're now the du- the the duvet. Uh, you also got Kyle Riley. You can give him a new gimmick. You can get cool rid of Kyle. Studio. Cool Kyle. Yeah, I'm doing that. I'm doing that. He's cool Kyle. He's cool Kyle. He's cool. he's no longer he's no longer like former undisputed era member Kyle Riley. He is now cool Kyle. Cool Kyle officially. Cool Kyle has arrived to SmackDown Live. There we go. Cool Kyle wow. is in store. Kyle O'Reilly, the the one who got the the, the face turn last week, and now he gets the cool Kyle gimmick. Mm-hmm. Perfect. It's perfect. Couldn't line up better. Why not? Everything works out for cool Kyle. Couldn't line up better. Could not have lined up better. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's episode of Hit the Books. We will be back for SummerSlam, our last ever episode of Hit the Books this sunday so please stick around subscribe to the podcast to make sure you get it into your feed this sunday the last episode ever it's been a pleasure writing smackdown and raw for you all but we will send it off with SummerSlam. mikey anything to plug for the kind listeners at home uh yeah go check out independent waters every wednesday here on the cat out network for me and zach batista take dive take a Go check out Independent Waters every Wednesday where me and Zach Batista take a dive into the independent wrestling scene every single week and bring back matches for you to watch for you to watch and us to review. Uh if you are an entrenched entrenched indie wrestling fan or if you're new to indie wrestling, you'll like the show, I think, either way. So if you're new, we're bringing we're bringing suggestions. And if you're entrenched, then we have diff- maybe different takes on matches you've already seen. So I think you'll love it either way. Go check out Indie Waters every Wednesday. That kind of rhyme at the end. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryan Knightsey. You can follow our, the network, of course, at Count Pod, and that's where you can vote. I have a new podcast called Ring Post Radio. I'm doing it with Scotty, Scotty, Scott E. Wrestling on Twitter at Scotty Wrestling. Uh, it's a great show. Go check it out. We're just talking about wrestling that happens in every single week of wrestling. Last episode, we talked about um, some stardom five star Grand Prix. We previewed the actual uh, SummerSlam and TakeOver events. Um, and we also, um, do, 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 and we also, um, did, uh, what are we talking about? We talked about the debut of Rampage, AEW's new show, um, which I thought was very good. I thought it was very, 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 very good. Um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, and by time you're listening to this, maybe you're watching Rampage two, the first dance, uh, and maybe you're celebrating at home in Chicago, Illinois, uh, having the time of your life. Um, but of course, uh, we would appreciate anticipating the return of a certain superstar from Chicago. Yes. Um, but again, thank you everybody for listening to this week's episode. We'll see you all this Sunday again for the final episode in hit the books history. We love you all. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you this Sunday, but we got two words for you. Book it. This has been a Count Out Podcast.